It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Together. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. I hope you found nuggets of hope and wisdom in our podcast series on cancer. We'll conclude the cancer conversation this week, focusing on the caregivers and loved ones along for the ride. Dion is fortunate to have a wonderful family living close that offer an extended support system for her and Crystal. So Dion suggested Crystal take a breather and fly out to see me for a few days. While she was here in Oakland, we sat down to discuss her experience as a caregiver, where she struggles, what's working, what she's learned, and how her experience might help soothe other caregivers having a similar experience. No matter if you're in the foxhole with someone battling cancer or if it's some other difficult life circumstance, this podcast is for you. Caregivers, get ready to feel supported. It's time to get casually baked. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just take one toast. Sister, it sure is sweet having you in the studio with me to record part three. I'm so happy to be here. I have had a wonderful time already. It's been so great and perfect for me, and I love you. I'm very glad to be here. I love you too, sissy. So I thought it was really important as we're talking about the different phases of what Dion's going through to really reach out to caretakers because I know that it's not easy for the people who love the people that are going through cancer or battling with what to do or how they feel about everything that's happening or, you know, like all of the throwing up and you can't do anything about it. Like that's a pretty heavy burden to bear. 
And so, you know, you being my consciousness coach <laughs> and people who have been listeners on the show for a while, they know where you come from and what your perspective is and how you feel about moving energy and and how you show up in the world. And so I thought seeing how you are yeah. walking the walk in your own life might be nice um, for other people. Thank you. I think it's so important. And that is something I have wanted to share. And I do want to share because if I didn't do what I do, if I wasn't who I am, I think it would be much more difficult what I'm going through, what Dion is going through. I wouldn't have the energy to support her the way that I do if I didn't let myself move through my own difficult emotions and feelings about whatever has happened, whether it's been the diagnosis or the one option of treatment that we were offered by mm -hmm. Texas Oncology, which I appreciate very much. Thank you so much. But ultimately, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, I don't know what I, I can't, I can't imagine. So so if we wanted to spend some time today soothing caretakers, giving them some hopeful and helpful tips to make both their journey and their loved one's journey through this process a little bit easier, where would we dive in to start that discussion? Well, when I sat down to kind of make a list of things that I wanted to talk about, it just came out in this way. The first thing that came out was ask and allow help. I am not a person <laughs> that finds it easy to ask for help, even when I really, really need it. So it started out, I had to write a note to Mother and Quentin and say, I need your help. And I don't always ask. As a matter of fact, I never ask, and I'm asking now. Please help me keep fresh Watermelon cut up in the refrigerator. I need echinacea tea, green tea, soursop tea. I need tea made at all times. Help me water the foundation of our house. I can't close my bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> like just things, these things that at that moment in time in our lives needed to be done. And I could not keep up with all of it. And knowing, just being as natural as we are, and doing the things that we're doing, I had all, I had done the research. We have been doing the research for years for Dion's dad. And so we already knew about so many things that are helpful. And so I just went to town. I mean, I really, we had already, we've been doing this. We've been taking natural paths to health for a long time. And so I really was overwhelming myself trying to do everything and to get everything because nobody else knows. No, everyone goes to the doctor and they do what the doctor says. But we talk to the doctor and the doctor doesn't tell us anything, but here's some narcotics for pain and we'll do chemo and radiation. And which that was like a month down the road. So for a month, when I'm saying, what can we do? What do we need to boost her immunity? We need to detoxify her system and the doctor's like yeah 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 just take the narcotics and and we'll do chemo and that was literally the advice that we got and it was so frustrating so I was trying to do 
everything. And so asking and really letting people help and knowing I began to plan, like when I realized this is something that I am frustrated or struggling doing, and I know that somebody else could do this, I would write it down. And so if someone asks me what they can do, then I would have something to offer. You know, my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law who are in Lockhart with us have just were so helpful. They still are. They're there with us all the time. And Mother and Quentin were with us for the month of July, and that was a really difficult time for Dion. She struggled. Uh, she had lost a lot of weight and was throwing up all the time from pain or her body getting accustomed to being on narcotics because we just we don't take any hardly medicine. It's all natural stuff. So then this was quite the shock to the system. But we made it through. And again, Mother and Quentin being there just really helped to distract me and keep me okay. I think that if they hadn't have been there, I would have been more afraid and certainly felt more alone. So it was it was wonderful to have them there. And Quentin would do whatever I asked him to do. And mother, keep the kitchen clean. <laughs> I was like, please, I was making so many juices. And um, they would go buy me the juice stuff. And then mother would clean the kitchen. So because it was just I mean, that's love right there. Like <laughs> yeah. cleaning out a fucking juicer. Damn. I clean the juicer. Oh. But she just kept at least because it was <laughs> like getting it all done. And then I know it's having to clean the kitchen. I mean, which I would clean the juicer after it was done. But then if I walked into a dirty kitchen, it was just much more difficult to handle. So asking and allowing myself the help also offered me the opportunity to rest and to take care of myself in ways that I'm still practicing and learning how to do. I'm it is my goal to have acupuncture twice a month and a massage at least twice a month, you know, just like to support myself in the way that I can when I'm, I have a pain in my hip <laughs> tight muscle that I just, I need to be doing more yoga. I need, you know, I need to do these things for myself, but when I don't feel like I can or I haven't, I'm just like, let me just take the help that I know I can get that is good for me, that's helping me move this energy physically when I just have to make the choices that I make. Well, yeah. And so if we're going to, we'll include like a list of all these things in the show notes, but for certain, the very first top of the list is asking, allowing and allowing people to help you. The second thing is really making sure you're taking care of yourself too. Cause I remember a while back us talking and you're like, I'm juicing all this stuff and then I'm not drinking any of it. Yeah. And frankly, I think I'm eating worse. Like I'm taking care of her and I'm not taking care of me. And I'm sure a lot of people end up doing that. And, you know, you're she's in a walker and you're having to walk slow. And so y'all did yoga and different things together. And now you can't do it together. So you're just not doing it. And yeah. so you walking around with me. <laughs> Just walking around downtown Oakland, you're yeah. like, I think I get a stitch in my side. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> I haven't walked this fast or this far in four months, five months. Yeah, and that's just not okay. So definitely don't forget to take care of yourself. Um, so what else? What do you got for us? Well, I'm looking on my list and I see 
um, be open to alternative and natural methods. And that's in addition to whatever you're doing. And we are doing chemo. That's the path that was chosen and it's all good. It's fine. It's working wonderfully, but we're also doing a lot of natural stuff to help her. And also that we, we talked about in part one. So yes. if you haven't listened to part one, we detail out that whole system. Yes, absolutely. Um, cannabis is definitely a daily part of our lives. It yes, just cannabis is our co-pilot, certainly. Really makes things easier just to relax and to grin. And that's one we went to, um, she went to a back doctor just the other day, and he had a list of things to do to start strengthening her back because the chemo has worked so well and, and all the other things that we're doing has worked so well. And, and it was 30 push-ups, 30 sit-ups, 30 squats, um, 30 crunches, and 30 minutes of meditation and smile. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, that is, in which I have been doing that this whole time, like in a sick as she would be or as bad as we would both feel about everything that was happening, I would just look at her and just grit my teeth and just grin and say, smile, you know, like, what are we going to do? But we have to do this and it's all okay. Yeah. And so we would maniacally grin at each other and then laugh because what else yeah. are you going to do? Man, and I know when, when there's so much going on and, you know, I'm in the weeds in my own life and business and God, I mean, it is hard to just stop and smile and just like, you know, because when you are in the thick of it, you're just like, I mean, my lips are pursed all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a face massage on Saturday. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I've just like been just so twisted and knotted up that, yeah. you know, just remembering to smile. It's huge. Well, it really sends a signal to your brain. Yeah. Whether you whether you mean it or not, if you just need to put a pen in your mouth just to hold it to turn the corners of your mouth up, it literally sends a signal to your brain that you're happy. And so we just do it. Yeah. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that's why uh, I have these beautiful laugh lines <laughs> in my eyes. That's right. They're gorgeous. Um, I also want to say don't go overboard with anything. We have to feel through and recognize what feels good and what's working. And, and in the beginning, I think we were just so overwhelmed and scared and um, just doing everything, everything that like, okay, this is good for it. Let's do, let's get this, let's get this. So we got a lot of stuff and she used a lot of stuff, but we've also just kind of calmed down. And as she's feeling better, then it's just really focusing on the things that she feels drawn to and that, like she feels like I want to take this, I want to take this, I want to take this. I can offer her 20 things, but if she she gets, she gravitates to the ones that are good for her. So yeah, that's been wonderful. And I appreciate that because you read so much and everybody has so many ideas mm -hmm. and things to offer you. Well, you know, you could do this, you should do this. Let me tell you about this. And there's so many things that you could literally spend every hour of your day yes. doing one of them. And then you just become a slave to that process. And so I think taking a step back and doing it just like I tell people to experiment with like finding their sweet spot with cannabis, like try something and like really pay attention. Yeah. And you as the caretaker, you and I've talked about how she would take something 
or, you know, you would hear her get up in the middle of the night and you, you know, you hear a bottle. And so like you're constantly monitoring yeah. what she's taking and then constantly watching her and yeah. seeing how she's responding mm-hmm. to that. So if, you know, if Dion is doing that yeah. and you're also doing that, yep. then you've got these two perspectives, you know, and if you're a nerd like I am and you're using a dosage tracker mm-hmm. or something, then you really can figure out what's moving the needle Mm -hmm. and what can just go away because it's exhausting. Yes. Yes, it absolutely can be. And um, relax, breathe, and get grounded. That is, you know, ground yourself by washing your hands in some warm soapy water or do some dishes, you know, like do something, sweep the floor, take a bath, because it could feel sometimes like you're lightning going through your body like you're just plugged into a light switch and there's nothing to do in those moments but breathe you have to relax and just allow yourself to let that intensity pass because you can't make good decisions from there and so much caretakers are responsible for so much I am not a nurse I never wanted to be a nurse. I don't feel qualified to do what I'm doing. I did not want to do what I'm doing. But necessity says this is what we do and this is what we're doing. And so that is a lot of pressure for people who find themselves in this position. So really just allowing yourself to feel like you're being electrocuted and to just let the tears come or be mad, you know, like whatever it is, just allowing yourself to have that emotion and man, just giving yourself such a break and allowing it to be okay to feel like that. And there's nothing wrong. This is totally natural. Like this is what these feelings feel like. And we don't have to make it into something else. It's like just allow yourself the the moment of distress or upset or, you know, which of course, and this comes after you've just dealt with something traumatic, you know, after you've just watched something happen and, or you see someone suffering and now she's in bed sleeping finally. And then the moment comes when it just overwhelms you because, you know, we see what's happening and you can't do this in the moment. And this is what caretakers do is they take this and they handle, handle, handle. And then you have to have that, just go in the bathroom, go take a bath, go take a shower, go sit on the couch, like whatever, and just let yourself process, feel, soothe yourself, let yourself channel your inner Texan, hug yourself. (laughs) Bless my heart. Bless bless my my heart. This was so rough. That was so scary. It was so difficult. Like that was, oh my God, that freaks me out. But you know what? It's all fine. Everything is fine. I can deal with this. You know, we made it through. It's already done. See, I've already done that. And now I can just come down and then make your next move. Like, do you need to adjust something? Did that happen because you gave her too much medicine (laughs) or she needed more medicine or These are things that a caretaker has to deal with, like on a regular basis. If something bleeds or won't stop bleeding or so many crazy things happen with this disease that you can't even, you never even thought that you would be dealing or doing this kind of stuff. So bless all our hearts. I'm going to plug my uh, computer in real quick so we don't lose uh, 
Whoopsie. There's always something that can go wrong. <sighs> it's so much that can go right. So much. So much. And that comes to my next point. Be your own best friend and your own cheerleader. You have to recognize how important your own inner thoughts are about what what's happening. In the moment, you're not really thinking about what why is this happening or what's going on here? You're just like, this is what's happening. I have to handle this. I have to deal with it. But when that moment comes and you can have your own thoughts about things, soothing yourself and uplifting yourself and, and supporting yourself in whatever way, because you know, nobody knows the words. Nobody knows the magic words that are going to make you feel better. And until we find those and say them to ourselves, it doesn't matter because you know that person that is wonderful that doesn't believe they are and you tell them and tell them and tell them and they don't believe it. They won't believe it until they know it. They have to begin to say to themselves. And so that's what we have to do is cheer ourselves on like, oh, my God, this fucking sucks. This is the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. But it's OK. And I'm doing a great job. You know what? She's doing good. It's all right. We're getting through this. I keep myself moving through this energy so that when she reaches a rough patch emotionally, which is going to happen because it is exhausting to go through what they're going through, then you're there to have the energy to say, I love you so much. It's okay. It's okay. I swear to God, look me in my eyes, smile at me, and know that we are getting through this. It, it just is. It's, that's the way it's going to be. And when you have that attitude, when you know, and that's what I know, it's okay. Everything is all right. Always, all the time. It always has been. It always will be. We just have to relax and allow ourselves to really feel that. And the way to feel that and to know that is to move through that difficult when it comes up, whether it's around a loved one having cancer or a difficulty with your business or your partner or, you know, like whatever, this is, everything is okay. And all I have to do is just allow myself to move through this intensely difficult emotional moment and have whatever reaction I have, but just supporting myself along the way so that I'm not, you know, revving on the gas and making it worse, like adding fuel to the fire, but I'm just calming and soothing and relaxing and, and just like, oh, just like allow it to pass. You're okay. Oh, that crying, you know, when we, we were little and you just, just let it out. Uh, the crying where it's like your lips start sucking up into your <laughs> yes. face. Oh, yes. man, I was good at that crying. <clears throat> and then when daddy would tell me to stop, Suck I'm like, up. I don't know how to <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> oh, I can still do it. Sometimes it man. happens. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I love about Dion and, you know, and you and I have been We've all been cutting up together my whole life. And I think that laughter, I mean, I don't even want to say laughter's the best medicine, but medicine. God dang it, it is. Yes. It just really, really is being able to enjoy each other whenever yes. you're in the, in the treatment room mm -hmm. and, you know, giggle and share stories and have engaging conversations with the nurses and the other people mm -hmm. like change the energy of whatever that treatment room is that you're yeah. in. Anytime I've ever gone in to one to be with a friend or loved one that's going through chemo, people always like warn me 
about it. Like I'm about to walk into a funeral home Mm -hmm. and you know, that's not my style. And I'm just like, (laughs) everybody just needs to shut the fuck up because that I'm not acting like that in here. Like that's the last thing that this place needs is more of that. Yeah. And so, and I feel like Dion and you are really good at that. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that the first one or two times we walked in, I felt like I was walking into a funeral home. It was, um, I didn't know what to expect, of course, the first time. And I was highly anxious about pumping chemicals into this precious human that I am like, "Ah, okay, here we go. This is it. So just really moving through the energy of that. But today was the 14th week that she went and I'm here in California with you. So this was the first time that I haven't been with her and Danielle was with her and I'm sure it was perfect and fantastic. And, but we have seen and met and talked to so many wonderful people and it's not as bad. I mean, honestly is it's as bad as you carry in with you. Now there have been um, like one or two times that something super upset me. Like a woman came in, a pregnant, big pregnant, young woman, and I just was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, and I thought, yeah, that would have that would have got me. So there, you know, and gosh, and it's so funny because when it hits, it hits hard. And it was that day. There were three different people like that that were just breaking my fucking heart. And so that was a difficult day. And we just, we watched a lot of mysteries. We get Netflix or our Acorn, our British mystery shows. <laughs> and I make her hot tea and we have snacks. We'll either order something to eat or we'll bring sandwiches and fruit and stuff that they don't have in the infusion room. They do have candy and all kinds of processed foods. And um, Madeline, one of our little infusion nurses, said that they used to have ding-dongs and ho-hos and Twinkies in there. Shut the front door. And it was a freaking riot when they stopped putting those in. People were pissed. <laughs> they wanted their fucking comfort food. I'm like... Oh, my God. You're like, <laughs> we're trying to get rid of cancer. Yes. There's a candy bowl every five steps. I'm not kidding. Hard candies, peppermints. Yeah, that's a whole other thing that needs to happen. <clears throat> yeah, You know, just like me wanting to pump up the old folks homes a little bit like yeah. we need to do that too with these mm-hmm. infusion rooms is yeah. that what you're saying yeah like what they're called mm-hmm. okay these are the things like you shouldn't have this you should have this yeah. like these are the things that would make us have a better experience right is there a comment box we can you know what i trust me I, we have three more visits after this and i will be finding out i have asked every nurse that we've had who's in charge of the snacks and nobody knows of course. Anyway. Yeah. I want you to find out because then we can, I want to know how we can What's your change that motivation and then we can figure out how to help other people do that where yeah. they are, because it is, it's crazy. And, yeah. you know, and the fact that you can't get the other things that you might want, like mm-hmm. a vitamin C drip. Exactly. And so then let's at least make sure that we have nice tea options and, mm-hmm. and whole foods right. to right. eat. Well, we brought it? apples in the other day, and I felt so bad because Dion crunched that apple and 10 heads just whipped around. It was like everyone was like, oh, it just sounded so good. And we were just passing this apple back and forth, and we're looking at each other like, shit. And I keep planning on this, and I haven't done it yet because shit happens. 
but I want to get a bag of organic apples, a bag of grapes, or obviously organic, and bananas, and take them up there and then just put them in the snack room and walk around. Would you like an organic banana, (laughs) apple, or some grapes? Like, they're sitting right over here if you would like these. That's a good idea. Yeah, Yeah. just share. And, you know, and a lot of times people just, they're asleep. They're not paying attention, and they're just like man, I'm so tired. I didn't have breakfast. Yeah, I'll eat these orange crackers with weird, a sheet of something that looks like it could be peanut butter. (laughs) And you're calling it cheese. Yeah, cheese crackers. crackers. Yeah. (sighs) But yeah, so a lot of people don't even really realize Mm -mm. waking them up to a few things like that would probably always be helpful. Yeah. I think that um, recognizing First, looking for, if you don't already recognize, begin looking for the blessings that this has brought into your life. Because nothing bad ever happens to you without bringing you some sort of blessing. Everything that happens to us is for us. It's for our development. It's for us to recognize, relax, and transcend the situation because you can't win the game from in the game. You have to transcend the situation. And so looking around and seeing like, okay, this is, this is not what I wanted. But when I see the connections that we've made and having touched people in really heartfelt ways, it's so wonderful. It's so beautiful. The way people respond to Dion and talk to us and open doors and really look her in the eye and have a a conversation with her when she's in which she's standing much taller now. And she's, I want to tell you, the fundraiser gave her strength. I cannot stress enough what support, loving, kindness and support do. And it didn't have anything to do with the money which that was so much appreciated and we it has helped and it thank you so much to everyone who have done something um but she was stronger the next day uh, without a doubt it, it it was amazing i love that that makes me so proud i love i love hearing that what did yeah what did she say about about the event when y'all went to bed that night what did she say she just couldn't believe that so many people had come from so far and just what a reunion it was for her college friends and um, one of her best friends from elementary school, Becky, put on a fundraiser at the Spur Homecoming and donated that money and then set up her Cincy table at the fundraiser and tried to donate the whole of that amount, which we didn't let her do, but just selflessness and kindness and love and man just such positive support and everyone like you got this Uh, there's no question in my mind we know who you are this is who you have always been and this is going to be fine and we believe in you and uh the sweetness yeah community is so powerful 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 and people supporting me and and god just spending time enjoying one another and talking and laughing. There was so much laughing. We laughed all day. I think everyone there did. The music was so good. We just had such a wonderful time. And that Sunday, Dion was just like, she couldn't believe how much stronger her back felt and how much taller she felt like she was standing up. Mm -hmm. And 
it, it was true. I mean, and I can see that. And even now, I cannot believe how strong she is. When I said earlier, the doctor said um, push-ups, sit-ups, crunches, mm-hmm. whatever, squats. Um, she got down and he said, do it against the wall. You know, like, okay, whatever you need to do, you can do it against a wall, maybe do it against a counter till you see where your tolerance is. I don't, if you know Dion, she got down in the floor and did girl push-ups from her knees and which my mother-in-law was there and our sister-in-law Holly and neither one of them were like, they, everyone was so scared. Couldn't believe that. And she just busted it out and did like five of them right then. And we've just, this is what has always been soothing and helpful for her was being able to exercise. So now that we've kind of crossed that line where she couldn't support herself and now she's beginning to be able to, and that's that's making a b- big difference. But yeah, so she's got two more um, two more chemo treatments left, two more weeks. Yes, and then um, what's what happens after that? They have said that she will continue with the Herceptin and Progetta for like once a month for a year. Um, and what is that? Those are. Hormones? I, no, yes. I thought it, she thought it was hormone therapy, like to reduce her hormones. But then now we've read something else that it may be immunotherapy. So it's so confusing. There's so much yeah. information. I don't. So anyway, we will be as of now on that for the next eight months. And once when, a month. Well, so do you have to go into an infusion yes. room for that? Yes. Okay, so it goes from once a week to once a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like every one, 21 days, actually. And then does she have a mandate on the walker, or is it just when she feels strong enough? or does she, When she feels strong enough. She's walking around with it some now and using a cane, um, which is helpful, but it's also a little can get you off balance. So it's the walker is if she's walked too much, like she walks as far and as much as she can until she starts to feel fatigued. And then um, because he said, Dr. Jimenez, pain management doctor, but he's so fantastic and is really wanting to help her do the most natural things to support herself. He's not like, oh, she doesn't, you know, he does not want her to have surgery. He doesn't believe she needs surgery. Um, And is just very supportive nutritionally and with different um, tinctures and and things to support her. So y'all are health. sharing everything you're taking with him, and yes. so he's getting to yes. help monitor that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and this has been really good information for her oncologist because we wanted low dose, we wanted the least invasive, the quickest, like just like whatever we have to do, we're willing to do, but we're not trying to drag this out. And she is shocked. I mean, like she is giddy. She's just smiling and grinning. She's like reading through the the latest PET scan results. She had a PET scan last week and everything is so good. The tumor is like going away and um, her her spine is stable, like where the vertebrae were being crushed is now stable and it's building itself back. And she has some bone spurs, but <clears throat> Dr. Jimenez says with exercise and continuing to eat healthy, eat clean, you know, do the things that she's supposed to do, um, that will take care of itself. He said 96% of patients can heal, but only 4% actually do because those, uh, those 96% aren't willing to do the things that they should do to take care of themselves. Yeah. They don't change their diet and they don't exercise. 
I had you go through an exercise with me last night mm-hmm. and it is based on that. Yeah. You know, that consistency and repetition mm-hmm. and focus. Yeah. Laser focus on something and just doing it over and over, you know, and you create these habits that become, you know, subconsciously become the decisions that you make. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really working on that when it comes to, you know, eating for my brain and just really changing the way I'm shopping. And I want to change the foods that I'm craving. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. want to crave the stuff that's best for mm-hmm. my optimum health and, you know, and things like that. You do have to sit down and write that shit down and yeah. read it and organize it and wake up in the morning and spend mm-hmm. a little time focusing on, you know, visualizing your optimum health, yeah. focusing, laser focusing on the way you want things to be, not yeah. the way you wish they weren't. Yeah, absolutely. That's the key. Like, what do you want them to be? Like, stop fighting against things, people. People, stop fighting against it. We are loving this cancer. Loving it. Loving it. It's all good. And you have to make it okay. You have to recognize it, that everything is fine and that this is what we're doing. And it doesn't mean that you're going to die, although we never do and everyone does. So, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But, I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> thank you. Um, but it's okay. It's all okay. And if you just say, oh, well, this is what we're doing right now and it's not going to last forever. It's like you're the terrible twos. <laughs> you know. You can get through it. Like if you think that it's terrible and that this is the worst thing that ever happened to you and and if it, you're just... Terrible twos. I mean, I'm thinking more like <laughs> my tween years. <laughs> Jesus, I don't ever want to relive that shit. Oh, my God. Oh. My teeth. Oh, my hair. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible. Fucking 80s. Bless our hearts. <laughs> Say that a lot. Bless my heart. Bless your heart. Bless all of our hearts. Although, you know those double, those wrap belts that mm-hmm. would go around a couple of times and we would wear them with uh-huh. the parachute Hello, pants? Hello, parachute pants, yeah. Yeah, well, I have one of those belts again, and I love it. <laughs> I don't have parachute pants, though. Not yet. I haven't seen them. Have you? <laughs> no. I hate those MC Hammer pants, no. but the parachute pants, mm-hmm. I might rock those again. <laughs> I mean, they're great. Utility pants in Oakland. <laughs> just Perfect, right? You don't have to carry a purse. You got a zipper around your knee. Nobody's going to steal anything out of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll put buds on my knee. That way, if I fall, they can cushion it. Perfect. Man, give yourself a break. It's okay if you get frustrated. It's okay if you cry. It's okay. If you cry in the grocery store or if you cry when someone asks you what's going on, if you just can't talk and tears come and you feel like an idiot just sitting there because you literally can't open your mouth, just be okay with that. And don't give yourself a hard time and and don't give anybody a hard time and convince your partner that's going through this that they can't give themselves a hard time either. And this is something that we're going through together because we decided before we came into this physical manifestation to fucking do this. So let's do the shit out of this, man. Let's fucking have the best time that we can have. Let's do the best that we can do. Let's reach as many people as we can reach. Let's help other people know that this is not a terrible, horrible death thing doesn't have to be we can do whatever the hell we want to and so yeah seriously that 
that. And I'm going to add one more thing. I'm not a caretaker, but I watch and I, I take care of myself. So <laughs> we could all take lessons. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. When someone asks you how you are, be honest. You don't have to give everybody the long ass spiel, but don't tell your boss that everything's fine. Like I got it together because then your boss is going to expect your work to still be at the level it normally is. Like you want to be as honest about your experience yeah. as possible so that you can not feel like you're wearing a mask. Yeah. So come up with your elevator pitch, whatever that is, mm -hmm. two or three sentences. You know what? Things are a little rough right now, yeah. but we are making the best of it. Things are really great, but I feel like I am a couple of steps slow at the yeah. office these yeah. days. You know, do you think there might be some way that so-and-so can help me get this project done or whatever? Just like yeah. that takes us back to rule number one. Yeah. Ask for help. Ask for help. Yes. Yeah. All right. We got this full circle thing <laughs> yes. happening. And uh, my most important thing is to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe in what you're doing and whatever you're doing, whatever like, you're doing, you and and you'll figure it out as you allow yourself to move through the upset that comes with the bad news and the the shocking words that you don't fucking understand, you know, come down from that. And then when you make the decision to do whatever it is that you do, bless it. And, and know that that is the right that one. That is make the decision and then make it the right decision. And then support yourself. Support the medicine supporting you. Let it be. Let yourself know that it's working. And whatever you're experiencing in between now is just, that's just what it looked like before I was completely, you know, 100%. Like this terrible shit that I'm dealing with right now is what happened just before that wonderful, amazing thing happened. And so... We just have to support ourselves in the story of the thing that we want. And I think, too, for caretakers, you know, you there's a lot of room to second guess the decision oh you're gosh. making and whether or not, you know, you're helping or hurting the person that you love that you're taking care of. And so, you know, that's so important for the patient, but it's also doubly important for the caretaker to know yeah. that when you make a decision to know it's the right one and then just be there and in all of your loving awareness yes. surround that person and, um, and know that you're doing it together. Yes. Yes. Appreciate everything. Appreciate every moment that you have. And Dion has felt so bad that I've had to do things for her. And I'm like, I love you. I, I wouldn't want to do anything else. What, what else would I do? Yeah. So, and even when I don't feel like doing it, because trust me, after three or four months, it's like, okay, I'm sick of doing this stuff, um, as, as sick as she is of having to deal with it as well. But it's just like, you know what, when I put medicine on her or I rub her um, back with, you know, the muscle rub or um, whatever I'm tincture or whatever we're doing, I'm just like patting her and loving her so sweetly and so softly and saying here you go. Like this is, this is what we're doing. It's not a problem. As long as we don't feel bad about it, it can't be bad. It's like, just be happy to be doing what you're doing. Appreciate every moment and know that 
it's happening because it's supposed to be happening. Otherwise, something else would be going on. So just get the fuck over it and be okay. It's all okay. Breathe through it. It gets difficult at times, but you can get through that too. And know that we're all in it together. Like truly, there's so many people out there loving you and supporting you, whether they're saying anything or not. And so often I have so many friends that I know aren't calling me because they know I just don't have the energy. Like they're so sweet. And like, I just, I want to respect your space and your time. And if you reach out to me, I will be there in an instant. And I know that they will. But, you know, I come home from work and I'm fucking tired. I just don't have the energy and to then need to, because if I talk to someone, I want to tell them everything that's going on. And I just can't always do that. So that's why you need an elevator pitch. There you have it. Well, sister, I love you so much, and you are strong and powerful, and I am so proud of you and impressed with you always. Um, Thank you for sharing your perspective with us, and um, I will have you write down your your list and, and any sort of resources that you really have appreciated, maybe some books that that have helped you some podcasts or audio, you know, recordings or videos, whatever. Yeah. The stuff that fills you with joy and keeps you going, you know, we'll share some of that in the show notes. Excellent. At casuallybake.com. Well, sister, I can't thank you enough for what you've done and putting this information out because I truly, that has been my biggest knowing of this is that I have to share. We have to share. Dion what she's doing and I'm what I'm doing and like we need support (laughs) caregivers need support like I want to do that and you're doing that and I thank you so much no I love you sissy I love you too thank you for joining me on this personal journey it's the best way I knew to help the people I love and those going through a similar situation If you know a caregiver that could use some extra support, I hope you'll share this episode of the podcast with them. And if you're going through a rough patch of your own, I hope you now feel ready to raise your hand and ask for the help you deserve. My conversation with Crystal gave me the strength to do that. So I finally set up a page on Patreon after her visit. Patreon is a website dedicated to helping creatives monetize their work. I recorded my very first podcast in April 2017. I've been cranking out consistent cannabis edutainment ever since. And Casually Baked, I'm proud to say it is growing like a weed, but it's still a labor of love. So if you receive value from the weekly cannabis content and resources I share for free, please consider becoming a podcast patron. You can show your support at patreon.com backslash casually baked. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash casually baked. Thank you in advance for your support. And now that the holiday season is upon us, I want to make your shopping experience less of a headache. So don't miss Joe's Favorite Things, a podcast bonus series dedicated to eliminating shitty gift giving, Jopra style. As always, submit your can of curious questions at casuallybaked.com or on social. I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. 
And if you're picking up what I'm putting down, puff, puff, pass it on. We Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.